stand me up at the gates of hell, but I won't back down. Gonna stand my ground, won't be turned around, and I'll keep this world from dragging me down. Gonna stand my all right, here we go. We are back. It is week 20 on the FFL Tour. It is officially a major week. It doesn't get better than this. Four times a year, we all get fired up for the big ones, and this is one of the big ones. It's coming from a beautiful course, Kiwa Island. Absolutely love what I'm seeing from that. But before we get into talking about the PGA Championship, the second major of the year, 20 bucks a guy, what a ride. Let's talk about last week's absolute shit fest, the AT&T Byron Nelson Classic. By far, by far, the worst tournament of the year. KH Lee wins. Nobody had KH Lee, well, except for me. See, let's go into the little story here. Joe Diesel asked who won last week, obviously not paying attention. I said, I did. He sent me $10 like a jobroni he is being. What are you thinking, Dees? Obviously, no one had KH Lee on their team. Come on, Dees. Get it together. You jabroni, figure it out. Be better. Come on. Come on now. Anyway, I got to talk about two things. First, the Snakes. Congratulations. Congratulations. Three wins in a row. Obviously, fell off last week, but Sam Burns was right there. Could have won. Could have made it four in a row. But he's saying this, and I kind of believe him. Nobody on the FFL Tour won last week. So if he wins again this week, that's realistically four in a row. And hey, the FFL Tour is different than the PGA Tour. It's all about the money getting handed out. So if he wins again this week, that is kind of four in a row because we're getting him money four weeks in a row. Hell of a run by the Snakes. Sam Burns still got a top 10. You absolutely love to see it if you're an Austin Rattlesnakes fan. Congrats to them. Let's see if they can keep rolling. I have a feeling there's going to be a snake or two on the list. Um, and I want to talk about my co-host for the last month, Zach Glaspel. I mean, come on, man. We win three times in a row. Our bro bit, bro bet hits every goddamn week. Big Daddy, we were on fire. Our bro bet even hit last week. Send a glass off with a nice bro bet win. Love to see it. Glass, hell of a run. Hell of a run. You'll be back. I mean, we haven't, we've never done better. Three weeks in a row, we made a lot of money. You love to see it. So, Glass, your jersey is going to the rafters of the podcast studio. Congrats, and thank you for helping me find those winners, baby. Love to see it. But we need to look forward now. It is PGA Championship Week. It is the big one. It is a major. I'm excited. And we have Mimico Tiger, Connor Hank on, to go over it. He has two wins this year. Now he's got to bring a winner to the list for us. And I think he can do it. I think my, I love my list. I know he loves his. So there's not much more to talk about. Let's bring on Hank. We got a Sir Diesel top five. And then we are hitting the list to find more winners for the FFL and the FFL community. It is time to get some W's and bankrupt the Bet365. So let's ride. It is time. It's Major Week, baby. Lock in. You just made the list. Connor, how are you doing today? I'm doing amazing. Major week, you can't beat it. Long weekend, Leafs playoffs. <clears throat> I don't have to beat this time right now. What a day tomorrow. Friggin' watch PGA all day, and then Leafs start. It's just, it's going to be a perfect week. Perfect weekend. Yep. You'll love to see yep. it. 
So before we get into PGA, we got a Sir Diesel list. Um, I don't know what's going on with these right now. Just a complete mess on the chat. Doesn't scroll. Doesn't know what's going on. You even tell him something and he doesn't know what it means. Last week he brought up his third, his favorite third movie in a franchise. And he said we should do that as a list. No, that's not going to happen. We will do Sir Diesel top five movie franchises though, where we will give our top five franchise so this isn't the best franchises of all time this is our favorite that is the sir diesel way it's definitely not the best it's what you like so let's get into it um your top five movie franchises hit me with your number five all right my number five is jackass nice didn't even think of that one as a franchise but yeah it totally is that's great deep dive to get that one beauty yeah no can't go wrong with uh jackass i mean we loved every movie they've made even like their TV shows. So that's a great pick. My number five is Mighty Ducks. Uh, there's no one listening to this podcast that doesn't love the Mighty Ducks movies. I think they get, I don't know if they get, like one is very good. One's definitely rewatchable. Two is my favorite of the three. And then three, I still like three. I think three is kind of crap, but it's, I love it. It's a good, bad movie. So I, and now they got the show out. I haven't watched the show yet, but those three movies, they were on steady rotation when I was faking sick days at home. So, I love Mighty Ducks. Yeah, for sure. You look, you look past the bad hockey, and oh yeah, you have to look past it. That's it. Don't expect, <laughs> don't expect it to be realistic. No. Um, yeah, the okay. guy who uh, is making Team USA who can't stop. We're gonna look past that one. Exactly. So, all right, number four. All right, my number four is the Oceans franchise. Nice. Love eleven, love twelve, it. thirteen, and I even like Oceans eight. I don't know if anyone else. Yeah, does, I mean, but... honestly, Oceans eight isn't bad. I think the worst one's Oceans twelve, to be honest, but. Yeah. Uh, Ocean's Eleven is one of the like best movies. I love that movie. So yeah, that's a great one. They were on my uh, honorable mentions. Just uh, I think uh, Twelve was a bit of a letdown for me. Thirteen was really good. I watched that one just recently. So yeah, yeah. that's a great one. My number four is Batman. Uh, you can go back as far as you want on this one, but I like to just stick it to the Christopher Nolan ones. Those three in a row. I mean, the first one was great. Then you have the Joker performance, which. I don't know. That's one of the best movie performances ever. And then Bane. I love the movie with Bane. I think that's a better movie than the Joker movie, but just the, obviously didn't have the character like the Joker, but I love that movie with Bane. So Batman is my number four. That's my number three. And yeah, it was more uh, the Dark Knight trilogy for me. Too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And yeah. I agree on the third. Like Dark Knight Rises is, is extremely underrated. like i think everybody needs to take some time and watch that movie again from start to finish that movie is on a heater like it is amazing you'd think like when he breaks his ribs and they throw him in that hole would be a rough couple minutes but nope unbelievable start to finish that is a great movie all right my number three is avengers um if you're not a marvel guy you won't like them but even if you're not if you've never seen any of the marvel movies if you just start with the first avengers and watch it till endgame you're going to love the movies. There's no way you will not like these movies. The last two are amazing movies. And I honestly recommend watching the other ones. Like Iron Man, they have a good trill- or a good few movies. Um, Thor's got a couple good ones. But I just, if you just want to watch and you've never seen anything on Marvel, if you watch The Avengers, you'll love the movies for sure. Nice. Yeah. I haven't watched any of them, so... Uh... Yeah, you should get into them. They're actually really good. I I was never I'm not a Marvel guy. I never got into comics or anything like that. But there was so much talk about these movies that I just started plowing through them. And I like them. I like a lot of them. They're all they're really good movies. Uh, who do you got for number two? Number two is Toy Story. 
Nice. That's my Ch- number child, two too. Childhood yeah. classic. Yeah. I, mean, I, I still I went and watched the fourth one in theaters. Like so did so. I. Yeah. <laughs> I went like the opening weekend. Like I can't, Pat I can't and I both love yeah. So, can't wait to watch it with my kid. That's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's going to be so exactly. cool. Like, I watched, uh, like, number one is a great movie. Number two, nah, I don't love number two with that girl and the horse, Jesse or whatever. Wasn't a big fan of that one. Number three, classic movie. Unbelievable yep. movie. And number four is solid. I thought number four was really good. So, yep, yeah, Toy Story. And they've made billions of dollars. Billions. <laughs> yeah. So, number one, who do you got? Number one is Jurassic Park. Oh, Could, oh. Couldn't couldn't get enough of it as a kid and you know still still love it all if it's on tv i'm watching it yeah uh number one recently went through the jurassic parks as you can see there's not much to do in quarantine so we're watching a lot of movies um great yeah that's that's awesome great pick didn't even think of them as as that so that's awesome my number one i mean come on fast and the furious it's not even close like Number one is great. Two is great. Tokyo Drift, I don't know. Jordan loves it, but I'm not a Tokyo Drift guy. That is the only downfall in that series. Four is solid. Fast Five, one of my favorite movies of all time. Top five movie of all time for me, I think. I love Fast Five. People need to watch Fast Five. Six is good. Seven is when Paul Walker sadly dies. You're going to cry at the end of that movie. Eight's pretty good. And nine, nine looks like it's pretty legit. I mean, John Cena is the worst actor of all time. But I think Vin Diesel and his acting chops, which are legendary, could obviously carry him. So we'll see. They've just made so much money. I'm good for I'm I'm good for fast 30. Like, just keep going with it. Like, let's see. They may as well. They might as well. Like, what's the point? You're going to make a couple hundred million dollars a year. So might as well do it. Add a add a big star every time. It works. We need to see the rock back. I know him and Vin Diesel hate each other, but let's get him back in there. Honorable mentions. I had bad boys. I love Bad Boys. All three movies are great. Rocky, obviously. Night at the Museum. Maybe that's just me, but I love those movies. And Planet of the Apes. Just went through those recently. Great movies. Yeah, I agree. Planet of the Apes was close for me. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into the PGA Championship. It is the second yep. major. Obviously, the first major, we had Jared on. We had Jeff on. It did not It did not go well in the end. Uh, Hideki won. I don't really want to talk about that anymore. So we are on to the PGA from the Pete Dye designed ocean course at Kiowa Island in South Carolina. It has been named the hardest course in the United States by Golf Digest over the years. It is a par 72 playing at 7,876 yards. It is officially the longest course in major championship history if they play it at those lengths. We'll talk about that. But the last time the PJ was held here, Rory obviously won at minus 13. Uh, Wind will play a major factor this week. It'll totally change holes. It'll totally change how the day is. Um, The greens, we've looked at it. We've talked about it. It doesn't look like it's going to be much of a putting contest. It seems like these greens are perfect. I heard that that he thinks a ton of guys are going to make putts that are 10 feet and in. So that's to me, sounds like they're easy greens. Um, everything this week is a waste bunker. You will not see any rakes out there. It's like playing at our courses around here right now. Everything is a waste bunker, so that'll be fun. A lot of fairway uh, bunkers for guys are hitting out of, so your guy better be good at those. And, yeah, it's going to be a cool week. Um, I'm excited. Past winners, uh, Colin Morikawa last year, Brooks in 2019 and 18, and Justin Thomas in 2017. So those are some big names winning this tournament uh, year after year. Anything you want to add to the course? Uh, the greens were the big thing for me and the slow grass. 
So yeah, I, I, yeah, like someone that's not someone that isn't always a great putter can contend here. Um, yeah. It, yeah, it doesn't seem like it really suits anyone's game. So I'm, I'm excited. It seems like 20 guys can win. Yeah, it's it's wide open for sure. We <laughs> say it like every week. It's a second uh, shot golf course, but. It's one stat that I saw that's going to be important is if you can hit it long, yeah, you're at an advantage, but you better hit it straight because the rough isn't going to be too bad. It's a little long where guys like that'll help some of the longer hitters because they don't care about hitting at a long rough. But if you hit it, if you're hitting it off the planet here, it's game over. Like you're way too far out. There's no, there's no Augusta where you're chipping it out of trees and still finding birdies. I think, I think some guys are going to be in some trouble if they can't keep it straight. And, and hitting it in the rough, like these greens are tiny and yeah. they all fall off. So if you, it's if you can't land it on the green from the rough, you're you're pretty much pooched near the green. Yeah, it's pretty much it's it's <clears throat> like considered link style, but it's not because there's so many elevated greens. So you're not able to like do the bump and runs and stuff like that. It feels yeah. linksy, but around the greens, it's not like you said. There's so many runoffs and there's smaller greens where links are usually bigger greens. So. Yeah, it'll be fun. I mean, I think we're going to have a variety of picks here on the list because there isn't really that perfect player for this kind of game. So uh, let's get into it with your long shot. Who do you have this week? My long shot is my guy, Max Homa. He's had a pretty good year. He's he's 125 to 1. He's got bones on the bag. So, uh, yeah, it'd be cool to see him contend. Yeah. He, uh, he's been hit and miss, uh, last few months. Uh, I have, I, I sprinkled on him to win too, just, uh, yeah. like 10 bucks. I mean, why not? I, we all want to see it happen. I like that. He's got bones on the bag. I mean, it's not going to hurt. He was definitely talking him up, uh, yeah. on the podcast. So that was fun. Yeah. Let's, let's ride with Max. I love that. My long shot. I keep going to him. So I'm going to stay with him. He's, he's hit over. He's a hundred to one Bubba Watson of the Miami vice. Uh, his last three stroke play starts, uh, T9, T13, and T18. Uh, you think like his high spin shots in the wind would be rough, but it's not. His stats in wind are really good. Um, he finished T11 tier in 2012. I keep saying, and he's sniffing, he's getting close. He just kind of doesn't get, uh, have any putts fall on the weekend. But I'm going to put, if you put 20 bucks on him, you win two grand. So I'm not yeah. jumping off him here when I, I feel like he might play really well this week. I, th- I think the wind and like, could work more with his imagination because he yeah, exactly. fucking hates hitting a straight ball. So, yep. And yeah, and he's not, he's, he's not afraid to hit it out of uh, the waste bunkers or anything like that. He can, he can come up with some pretty cool shots. So I'm excited to watch him and I want to have some money on him. So there's the first yep. vice on the list. If Jeff was on the podcast, I think it would just be six straight vices. He is, he's locked in for the PGA. So yep. who do you got for number five? All right. My number five is Mark Leishman. Um, oh, Playing solid, uh, obviously at the Zurich one was kind of in contention at the Masters, yep. and uh, so he's plus fifty five hundred. Yeah, it's good uh, odds on him for sure. Yeah. And my but... number one reason for putting him on here is he's a weight, so he'll actually pay attention <laughs> to the list. <laughs> Maybe that'll be the only way. <laughs> he might remember that you said his name. Who knows? We'll see. Um, yeah. I'm going with Mark Leishman's partner at the Zurich for item number five. Cam Smith of the Vancouver Grizzlies. He's 40 to 1. Um, since missing the cut at Torrey Pines in the last week of January, he doesn't have a finish that's worse than T17. He has a win. He has three top tens over his last six starts. He's an elite player. He's an elite win player. He is nasty in the wind. His stats are unbelievable on hard courses that have uh, the wind blowing. He has a great short game. 
Uh, he can recover at anything, and he drains birdies. I like that we have both those guys. I thought they played really well at the Zurich, and both are seem like guys that are ready to win a major. Like They're both playing really well. I like that we got a couple guys that are hot coming into this one. So 20 on him pays 820. Yep, love that we have the Aussies. Yeah, there we go. All right, number four, who you got? Uh, Patrick Reed at plus yeah. 3,500. Yep. Uh, like we said, missing greens around here. If you do, at least you want the guy that gets up and down from if, like from everywhere. Yep. So, yeah. Last, uh, the longest course that they played on this year is where he won. He won by four strokes. Uh, so distance doesn't matter to him, which is weird because he's with a new coach I was reading. And the plan was to get him more distance, and he's actually lost distance. So I think the either the coach is getting canned or they're really working on something that's changing. But even with the loss of distance, he's still he's still there every week. So I love. Yeah, that he doesn't he doesn't really need the distance. That no, he doesn't. It doesn't affect he's just him. Throw a dart. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it's good that we have Reed on the team. Uh, my number four. Uh, I was chirping about this guy yesterday because I think it's time. Victor Hovland of the Georgia Peets. He's twenty-two to one. I wish I could get him at better odds, but. This season has been nuts for this guy. He has a win, two seconds, and he's coming up back-to-back T3s at the Valspar and Wells Fargo. Um, we know he's always had the ball striking game, but his short game's actually been helping him. We were chirping last week about how he always uh, duffs one chipper, or, and but he did, then he'll make one right after it. It's the weirdest thing. So his short game's got a lot better, and this is one of those guys that I'm looking at. He's never been a great putter, but he's gotten better. But it doesn't sound like it matters this week. So if he can... If he can get rolling from 10 feet and in, because we know he throws a ton of darts, I could see him go real low on this course. I know real low on this course is going to be like minus eight. But still, he uh, I really like his game. I think it'd be good for him to get his first major at the PGA, just like Morikawa did. So I'm on Hovland of the Georgia Peets. 33 pays 759. And one, well, one thing about him is he always makes a big number, but I think at this course, everyone might make a big number. Yeah. So might yep. neutralize that. Yeah, like there's going to be doubles out there. I would be surprised yeah. if like the winner didn't have a double or something on his card. So we'll see. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, who do you got? Number three. Num- number three is Daniel Berger at plus 3,000. Nice. Uh, he's, I, I saw a stat the other day that he was second this year in strokes gained. Yeah. Him and him and Spieth are the only two with plus, uh, plus two strokes gained on the year. Yep. And he's another guy. I don't care what his putting stats say. He can't fucking putt. No. So this might be the course that can uh, that he can close it on. Yeah, it sets up well for him for his first major. Like the putting stats seem to be out of the way. He was hot yeah. last week. He closed really hot. Great ball striker. Obviously great on second shots, and he hits it. He hits it straight. So yeah, we'll add the burger, and hopefully he can go low here. Uh, yeah. My number three, I'm not leaving him. It's Bryson DeChambeau of the Bush, Buffalo Bush Boys, sixteen to one. Uh, T4 at the PGA Championship last year. Then he went on to win at Wingfoot. Uh, his last three stroke play events before last week, a win, a T3, and a T9. Uh, obviously the best driver of the golf ball in the world. Uh, he leads the tour in driving distance and shots gained off the tee. But he's been putting it beautifully lately. He was hitting it crap on the weekend. Obviously me and Glass were pretty locked into him because we had him. And he was all over the place. But when he got on greens, he was still making those big par putts and stuff. So... Just kind of need him to put it together. I said I'd be on him for all three straight weeks that he was going to play, so I'm not leaving him because if I leave him, you know what's going to happen. So uh, I like his chances here. The wind might screw him a bit. Obviously, he pounds the ball up into the air, so that's my biggest worry. That's why I have him number three, but I'm staying with him 16-1. to 
So if you put a bunch on him, eighty or fifty pays eight fifty. Yeah, and he if he hits it in the rough, he's like the one guy that can spin the shit out of it out of the yeah. rough. So it's yeah. not. Yeah, wherever he hits it, as long as it's not way off the plan, he'll be fine. Yeah, the no laying up guys talked about that too, where if it's longer rough, you're actually just helping him because he doesn't care if he puts it in there. He can get it out where most guys can't. So Exactly, yeah. Number two, who do you got? Uh, Xander Shoffley at oh. plus 2,200. He's right. a complete beast in the majors, and the only thing <laughs> he hasn't done is one. Yep. And really, he was a lot closer than it looked on at Augusta. Like, if he doesn't hit that in the water, then I yeah, a I lot, think, I think lot more a, pressure. I think they to, go to a playoff. Yeah. So, one bad swing or one bad club, and he could already have a major this year. Yep. And, yeah. He, he just seems to be in his head. And I don't know if it's the big dad smoking cigars in his face every day or what, but he's just got to get over that mental, that mental block where he seems to get a little nervous near the end. So... I mean, yeah. it's going to happen. He's going to win a major. He's the reason I picked him before I trade him because I, I had him locked in for a major. I was feeling yeah. more about the U.S. Open, but PGA, he his game suits this place. Like It looks like he's a guy that can keep it straight, and he can chip. He's great out of the sand. Uh, yeah, he's, he's locked in, so that's a great pick, Xander. My number two he is Jordan Spieth of the Dallas Diesel Weights. He is 16-1. to 1. He won for the first time in nearly four years. He finished T3 at the Masters. He's posted six top tens in his last eight starts, and he's back to being a top three iron player on the PGA Tour. Uh, you could make an argument that he's been the best player in the world this year, and sure. all of a sudden, uh, there's a good chance he can, cre- uh, he can complete the career Grand Slam this week. Uh, he tops the field in strokes gained total over his last 36 rounds, including third, uh, including third in approach, eighth in short game, and he's hitting crazy recovery shots right now. He's got the putts dropping. Right now, last week, actually, his worst club was probably his putter. So if someone needs to turn around his putter and it's speed, I- I'm okay with that. So I am pumped for Jordan this week. Uh, obviously, off the tee, he's just got to keep it. He's got to keep it in play, and I think he'll go. he'll be up at the top of the leaderboard. Top 10 for sure, top 5, but we're going for a win here. 50 pays 850 on him too. Yeah, I absolutely love that. I would love to see the speed slam. And I think yeah, that'd this, be awesome. yeah, it's setting up great for him. He He's back. I love that he didn't yeah. win last week. I thought that was important. Yeah. I wanted him to miss the cut, but he obviously didn't do that. He took that right up my hoop. But the fact that he just kind of hung around on the weekend and you could tell he didn't even feel like he was playing that well, I love that for this week. Yeah, I would say this is his first chance of actually having a chance to get the career Grand Slam. Like yeah. 18, 19, 20, he had no shot. No. Yeah. No, this is this course fits him. PGA is hard for him yeah. to win, but I like him here. I like people are talking about the distance so much. I'm gonna say it's bullshit. The distance is bullshit because they're not gonna actually play that course at those lengths every no. round. They're using four different tees, they're gonna be moving people. It's cool to say that this is the longest major, but we've talked about it before. That's not what's even cool about golf. Like, I don't care about these long holes. I want hard holes. And you saw that 17 where they're all having to use different clubs. Move it up when the wind is even stronger and make them use wedges and stuff. Like, have fun with this thing. But the the distance, I'm not worried about that for a guy with speed. No, like... He still he still moves at what two ninety two ninety five. Yeah, exactly. Like, like they, it's so overblown. It's not like they yeah. hit it two forty off the tee. No, he's not Kisner. No. All right, number okay. one. 
My number Get one, it's it. going to come at no shock, is Rory McIlroy. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. I think he would have been my number one, even if he didn't get that win at Wells Fargo's. I, yeah. I just do not. I bet him every major. So, yeah. Now's hey. the uh, first time to do it. We, I mean, it was such, that was such a fun tournament. We got our big win there. Um, and he putted well. He was hitting greens. He was driving it good. I mean, if he gets the driver locked in this week and he puts it like he did at that tournament, it's over. Like, yeah, we're taking it home early. He's gonna bl- blow these people away. So let's 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 see that, Rory. Let's let's keep it going for the boys here. Get another win for the list. Yeah. My number. At one. least just don't start with a fucking seventy-five tomorrow. Oh my <laughs> god, I know. He always makes us grind it out, especially yeah. in these majors, and then he ends up with a T ten. It's like the most annoying T ten of all time. Yeah, for sure. My number one, honestly, was not on my list. Wasn't even really thinking of him. But let's go back in time here. JT, disrespected, falls to 20 to 1. I say, we got to play him. I'm putting him on the list. He's going to win. Boom, wins. Rory has a couple shit weeks, ends up at 20 to 1. Bet him, we win again. Dustin Johnson, the number one player in the world, fell to twenty to one. I gotta, I gotta keep riding until this loses because this is, this seems to be the disrespect play that I gotta keep going with. He's the number one player in the world. He finished runner-up at this event the last two years. He's obviously not played well for the last few months, but the same thing happened. He didn't play well for a few months, and then he went on that massive tear at the end of last year. I know his game is not the best right now. But neither was Justin Thomas, neither was Rory, and he was still sniffing around. He had that withdrawal last week. That was complete bullshit. If people are talking about his knee right now, unless he withdraws today, it's fine. Because he yeah, was he jumping didn't, he off boats. He just didn't want to play last yeah, week. Yeah, he didn't want to play last week. He was jumping off boats with his wife in some off, off some island. Like, no, he didn't want to fly over to play the Byron Nelson Classic. Um, he's the best Pete Dye golfer in the world. There isn't a stat that he isn't near the top of for this stuff. He's 20 to 1, like I said. 20 to 1 is what we hit, boys. He's not in the featured groups. I don't care. That would piss me off if I was the number one guy. So let's go, DJ. 50 bucks, just like Rory, wins us $1,000 again. So let's see it. DJ. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A lot of the big boys. I mean, we're missing, like, there's some guys I'm worried about. You I'm worried about JT. Him. When you <laughs> yeah. first said JT there, I said, okay, thank God he's on the list. Now I'm really worried. Yeah, I'm terrified of JT, honestly. But I just, uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not doing it. I think uh, I got I got JT probably on the next two majors, but I, I'm staying away from this one. And it could, it could hurt me, but who knows? We'll yeah. see. I like the list. I love the list. We got good picks. We got the Zurich team in the fifth spot. We got some good guys in the fourth, and then down we got some heavy hitters. So I love it. Let's get into extra bets. Hit me with your first one. Yeah, my first one, Corey Connors, top 10, plus 500. Beauty. Yep. He was close to making my list, so let's put him in the top 10. Yeah, I thought he was going to be on your list. So Um, I have Corey Connors, top 20, uh, plus 260. I sprinkled on him. He's on my team, so obviously I'm betting on him for that. But uh, top 20 is plus 260. All the stats, you've probably seen it too. He's in the top 10 of like everything. So, and if putters don't matter, that's why I love him this week. So, Corey mm-hmm. Connors, top 10 and top 20. Uh, my first one. All right, I'm going to play. Let me see if you can guess who this golfer is. 
Zero missed cuts since COVID restart. One major. 14 top 10s in majors. Top 10 in scoring in high win, peat die courses, and long, difficult conditions. And any courses that compare to Kiwa, he's in the top 10. Who am I talking about? Sergio? Close. Your boy, Adam Scott. So I'm calling this one the Great Scott. Adam Scott to win, 90 to 1. Top 10 plus 700 and top 20 plus 300. This guy doesn't even play that much golf, but every time he shows up, he's sniffing around. So if a putting doesn't matter, that's an autumn, that's an Adam Scott course for me. So I love the way he's been playing. I think he can go low here. 90 to 1 to win. That's some great odds. Top 10, top 20. We've hit this bet before with the Sam Burns bet. So let's do it again with Adam Scott. Nice. We're all in on the Aussies. So Yes, we are. All right. What else you got? I got Finau top five. Wow. He's not, not going to win. No, he's not. be there. I, yeah. Uh, he hasn't played great in the last little bit. And I did not like the thing that he didn't even know that they could use range finders. But it's Tony. He's always there. So that's a good pick. Uh, you got to throw him on there. I'm just going to – I got a, a few top 20s. Uh, I'll just go through them, and then you can hit me with another one. Then I got two big bets I want to talk about. So yeah. I had the Corey Connors one. Uh, now I have Shane Lowry. He was a guy that was close to my list, plus 260 also, top 20. Bubba, plus 330, top 20. Uh, we talked about him. Jason Crocrack, plus 350, top 20. The guy, The guy hits the ball far, and he can putt the shit out of it. He's one of those guys that I could see – Winning a major where the week we're like, ah, like that was kind of a down week. The uh, old Jimmy Crocrack. Walker. Yeah, the Jimmy Walker kind of thing. But the guy's always around there. So top 20 plus 350. I think he's going to have a good week here. I took Max plus 400, top 20. And uh, I'll, I'll leave my last one. I'll talk about him later. What else you got? All right. My final uh, extra bet, we're going to call it the fine bet. <laughs> okay. Matt, Wallace, Matt Wallace, first round leader. Oh, no. <laughs> Plus eight, plus eight thousand. Oh God! Uh, the man that won't be named has been named a shit ton on shit I read this week. People love him for yeah. this tournament. Absolutely love him. Uh, his stats are good. His stats are there. I think he's just got to get out of fireball, and then he'll probably win. So we'll see. He's yeah. a good golfer. I liked him before. Now I I just can't stand him. But uh, yeah, no, that's a good bet. I like that one. Okay, I got two. Um, this guy, this is his finishing positions on link style coastal courses since 2018. Scottish Open, second place. 2019, the Open, second place. Dunhill Links, fifth. British Masters, eighth. Irish Open, 23rd. U.S. Open, 65th. 2018, second and second in both the Open and the U.S. Open. That is Tommy Fleetwood. Tommy Fleetwood for top Englishman is plus 550. So really he's going up against guys like Rose, Hatton, Willett, uh, Fitzpatrick. So I think Tommy could actually play really well here. He was close to my list again. Got this gut feeling about him. So top Englishman, plus 550. Love that. He was almost on my list too. Yeah. And, (laughs) all right, so you got no more, right? No. Okay. So this is a little different. We're going a little little weird here the big daddy bro bet of the week joel damon to make the cut is even money 
has won this year at a very windy course with the same style greens that most players here aren't used to. I know it's not going to be hard, but he's putted on them and he absolutely loves them. He finished T10 here last year in the, well, not here, but in the PGA. I saw an interview with him on the course yesterday. They said, how do you feel? He said his game, he loves this course. It fits it. He said the back nine's hard. The guy said, so where do you see your, yourself finishing? And he's a guy like his. He'll tell you right off the bat, this ain't the week. <laughs> but he said, I see top 20 for sure. Sneaky backdoor top 10. So all I need Joel Damon to do is make the cut for even money. I'm into it. Uh, his, his GM chirps him all the time. I love Joel Damon. I called your son Joel Damon a couple days ago. The stars <laughs> are aligning here. So Joel Damon, make the cut, even money. Love it. Yeah, I saw that same interview. He, uh, he seemed pretty excited. What do you, what do you, what do you say, excited. a scratch? A scratch wouldn't break 100 or a scratch? A uh, scratch wouldn't break uh, 90, he said, I think. Yeah. And then yeah, the, uh, and then he said a five handicap would have no close or no chance at 100 to break 100. Yeah, so- sounds like a course I never want to step foot on unless <laughs> yeah. I'm watching. Yeah, like, no, thank you. <laughs> so he, uh, yeah, he's, but didn't he seem like he was pretty, like, confident in what was going on there? Like, yeah, he was yeah. fine. And if you go and look at the made cut odds and stuff, take a look at the guys that are in the minuses over Joel Damon. The guy won this year. It's I ridiculous. Did the whole, basically, the whole field is minus to make the cut. Yeah, except Unless him. you're a teaching pro. Yeah. So I'm taking it. Joel Damon, we all like him except his GM. Even money. Bro bet. We can throw up Big Daddy early. Get him on on a Friday. I love to see it. Um, and also, I put in Joel Damon uh, top 20. I didn't want to say that one to give it away. But plus seven hundred for him. Hey, if he nice. if he lives up to his word, I think those are really good odds. So yeah, for sure. He, it's shocking where he is on that list. I don't know what they're what's going on there, but I love it. So Joel Damon made cut. That is the bro, big daddy bro bet of the week. Yep. Um, that's that's a lot of bets. I think we did a good job there. Yeah, uh, I think we got a winner. Actually, I know we have a winner. You're coming back next week, so let's enjoy. The PGA, Con, thanks for coming on. Uh, yep. Let's lock in and let's get a win for the list. It's time to get back in the winner's circle. We can't have these weeks off, so let's do it. All right, let's do it. All right, thank you. Yep.